Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you one fancy page of Talmud every day. And today's pages, Nadarim 3334, well, they got it going on. Have a listen to this. Rav Papa raised the dilemma. If he seeks to borrow a horse upon which to ride or a ring with which to be seen when attending a feast to create the impression that he is wealthy, what is the ruling? Is it prohibited to borrow these items since having them in one's possession may indirectly result in his being served before others or being served higher quality food? Therefore, borrowing those items provides benefit that leads to food. With regard to traveling and walking on his land, that facilitates one's quick return home, enabling him to eat sooner. What is the halacha? The question here is what happens when someone takes some kind of vow that he will not enjoy uh, food under certain circumstances, but then kind of, uh, you know, dresses up a little bit, fancies up, gussies up, and then goes to a banquet where he knows he will receive the food because he's dressing fancy. It's kind of a very smart halachic way of asking, is it kosher? to fake it until you make it. Here to help me deal with this eternal conundrum is my guru to all things society, fashion, behavior, conduct, morality, anything that truly matters. My friend and colleague and co-host of the Unorthodox Podcast, Stephanie Butnick. Hello. Just say Jappy, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Here is a big Jewess from Great Neck. So tell me, you read this thing, basically the rabbi is saying, you know that if you borrow someone's fancy horse or a ring and you go to a banquet, you know you're going to get cheated better. What, what do you make of this passage? I am all for it. I mean, I think it's true. Like the way we present ourselves in many ways dictates how we're treated. And I'm I'm super open to the idea that like you put a little bit more effort in, you're going to get treated a little bit better. And it's maybe problematic and all of that. But like, I like that the rabbis are like onto this. They were totally onto this. However, you know who's not onto this? Who? Me. I'm totally not onto this. And, and I genuinely <laughs> need help here. Uh, as you know, I usually dress as if I had just, you know, robbed three mannequins at some garbage pile outside of the kind of store that no one would ever shop at. In large part, because I sometimes feel that dressing fancy is kind of like uh, almost like a presumption. Like I'm not a person... Like, I'm not that person, right? I'm not the person who goes to a big office, drives a fancy car, goes around and, you know, high-powered this, that, or the other. I'm, I'm a Jewish podcaster who studies Talmud and, you know, cooks rice. Is this ridiculous, this trepidation? Well, I think that what you're discounting is the internal impact that that dressing well or or putting effort in your appearance has on the way you you see yourself, right? It's not just how we appear to others. I mean, I know for me, if I say, you know, I have a really big day, I'm going into the office tomorrow, I have a bunch of meetings. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to set out my clothes the night before. I'm going to pick an outfit that I feel really, really good about and is going to make me feel sort of, it's like, it's like armor. You know, I think it's really interesting because if I put myself together in an outfit where I feel really, really cool and I feel like I look good and, and you know, whatever that means, right? It's not for other people. It's actually for me. Then when I walk into my office, when I walk into that meeting, when I walk into that party, I actually carry myself in a different way. I carry myself with more confidence. I think everyone knows when you get up late and you run, you sort of like you oversleep, you don't, you, your hair's all messed up, you feel out of sorts as compared with when you, you know, get yourself together or you're going out somewhere or you put yourself together in a fancier outfit, whatever that means for you, you do feel different. And I do think that that, 
that's what we project outwards, right? This idea, like even just coming to talk to you, I put on my cool new cape. You <laughs> are like, wearing a cape. It's like right half now. sweater, half cape, half shawl, half cape. And I feel great, right? I like I have a power cape on right now, not to be confused with like a superpower cape. Um, this is this is a fashion cape. See, but that but that's part of my problem. If I truly dressed for the job I wanted, you'd be I in a superhero cape. Oh uh, yeah, I'd be dressed as Batman. You'd be, be Talmud like, man. Yeah. But I think it's all about perception and how we perceive ourselves and how we present ourselves. And I think it's really, really cool that there's just some things we can do easily to make ourselves feel more confident, feel more assertive, and feel more even articulate. See, it's interesting because the rabbis grappled with this on today's page mightily. And, and by the end, they actually couldn't come up uh, with, with an outfit. Any real, with an, they came up with amazing outfits. I mean, did you see the Kohanim's outfits? They changed like outfits <laughs> three times every Yom Kippur, gold, blue, white. But they can come up with a resolution because there was something about it. I mean, everything that you're saying is entirely true. But at some point, there was still kind of a little bit troubled by the knowledge that these options also kind of impact societal settings and, and the way people see you and, and treat you. And yes, there's something incredibly empowering about this, which by the way, why yeshiva students dress this way, right? They dress fancy because they're, you know, they're giving respect to themselves because they are Torah scholars. Oh, and that's why uh, they're in the suits? Yeah. Wow. Also a uniform. It's like the Steve checked. Jobs thing. One less thing that's to think right. about. I think we should bring back uniforms. Stephanie Butnick, thank you so much for being our guest. It's been a pleasure, and you look great. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts and get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scaramuccia, Mark Oppenheimer, and Sarah Fedmanader. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at take one Duff Yomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.